Hello all, Merry Christmas to you and welcome to edition 121 of On The Ball, the Norwich City podcast that was uh, that was told it constantly makes digs at the football club. Well, if that's how they feel, then wait until they hear about what Carroll Road was like on Saturday. Uh, I'm Michael Bailey, uh, I cover the Canaries for The Athletic and I hope this finds you safe and well. On the way for our final pod of 2022, the problem with football crowds, a wing and a prayer. The prize drawer of our TIFO book competition and awards season time. We'll work through all that and more with our guests this fine Christmassy evening, evening, evening in Norwich. They are Norwich, num- Norwich number one. Oh my gosh, I can't talk. Norwich number one chief at NCFC numbers, also known as our very own Steve Saunders. Lovely. Thank you. The boxing, boxing uh, promoter type vibe to that. It did. It, it, it sort of morphed into it because I couldn't use words. <laughs> so I elongated them. All. Well, I liked it. We also have, as Sheffield United go 1-0 up at home, at Wigan, sorry. Uh, we have author of The Official History of Norwich City and purveyor of fine jumpers. It is Zoe Morgan. Merry Christmas, Michael. And to all, thank you. And to you. And finally, joining us this evening, ITV Anglia broadcast journalist, it's Andy Ward. Hi guys, Merry Christmas everyone. There we go, there we go, it's so festive. I've just realised here I've written any ward, but it isn't, it's Andy. Thank goodness we've got <laughs> the best of all the wards out there. Um, thanks for joining us, everyone who has decided to still engage in some sort of football chat before Christmas. What are you doing? Uh, including us lot here tonight. Um, Steve, how are you? How's, how's your pre-Christmas going? uh i mean apart from apart from saturday evening uh yes. yeah it's 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 nice um, and yeah merry christmas everyone I, di- I didn't say that i was distracted by the intro so i'm gonna i'm gonna blame you for michael for being rude <laughs> and not wishing everybody else that's fine merry christmas i'm a um, horrible man <laughs> yeah i mean i think uh yeah it's 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 nice not to have to worry about um another norwich game until christmas day um Yes, li- literally thank Christ for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness me, what a start. Um, uh, your Christmas tree is looking resplendent. Um, now I thought you'd added, obviously we've got to explain this for our um, audio listeners, although any audio listener will be able to watch this back on my YouTube and Facebook and stuff. Um, I thought you'd added more baubles and different colours to your tree. You've since said you haven't done that, you've just turned off some of the lights obviously this is all in a bid to make it look less blue yes and we've already had a comment from nolly saying deeper shade of yes. blue i mean it's definitely lights. it's a great song that by the way um uh, <laughs> um it does look more blue can you can you please can you can you switch switch, <laughs> well, switch the lights on this christmas on on the ball steve steve sanders yes, number with, wang chief with apologies to all of our audio listeners right now this is exciting. I'm going to audio describe it in a kind of royal festive way. As Steve turns the lights on and it's a shower of even more blue, but I lighter can't believe blue. it. It looks like that last week. <laughs> it's just an assault on the senses. And as I say, apologies to anybody listening. It's a kind of um, I'm turning it's a kind back of, off. It's a Man City blue. You, you've elevated your tree to Erling Haaland proportion, Steve. So well done. Thank you. Um, it's the only time of the year we can talk about Christmas trees. Uh, Zoe, hello. You're wearing a Christmas jumper, which delights me. I am, and it's got Timo Puki. It's got Timo Puki on it Uh, because I, unlike Steve, who's who's moved on to a blue, like the blue colour. I think uh, (laughs) I'm still supporting our city, even 
amidst what's going on amidst the fun <laughs> um uh, now i've got to try and remember this isn't it pookie doesn't pookie mean like christmas goat or something like that i can't remember from <laughs> something like that pookie is a is is goat obviously and then like the, the, there's a there's a it christmas does... goat that hangs yes. around in, in finland I think so. yeah whereas you know we have father christmas they have a the christmas goat uh temu marauds the streets of finland handing out presents that's how christmas works in finland didn't anyone know so hopefully he won't look too tired on boxing day i think that's why he grows his beard his beard's very big it's because he's you know heading back to do that he is a very he is a very festive looking man i would say he's a lovely man enjoy him while he's here um andy uh welcome once again it feels like it's been a while since i think you've done other podcasts since you came on but that's absolutely fine don't worry i allow that um (laughs) Alessia, Steve, uh, you're, 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 how are you done for Christmas? I know media is yeah. very busy for, for me. Christmas and media, they're very busy times. Yeah, it, it is. It is a busy time. Um, no, no sort of no Christmas tree, no, no Christmas jumper. So I'm, I'm really it's... sorry. I'm not not festive in that respect. But, I've you just, know, I have just twigged. Yeah, it's a white room and a, bo- a pile of books. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing going I'm, on. I'm, is not, there? I'm not. I've got a golf. A golf trophy in the background. Um, and I'm wearing a messy Barcelona shirt, obviously, as he is now the greatest footballer ever to have been created. Official. Official. Yeah. Um, so I'm doing that, but that's not particularly festive, is it? Uh, I don't have... I'm normally quite good for a festive... Uh, this isn't good audio. Uh, we, we, I've forgotten it's too late. I will wear something festive on the first podcast back in the new year because it'll then be horrifically out of character um well i think we've stalled enough uh for those watching us live uh, or on your chosen chosen social media platform um we do want to hear from you over the course of the podcast uh, it can be on absolutely anything say a comment obviously if we can publish it we will <laughs> um ask a question we can we can we can all answer questions and you can decide how well um but also because this is our last podcast of the year uh, we would like to do our alternative awards, which is something we usually do. It's something maybe where in the past we've come up with the awards in advance and then the debate can roll on. Uh, this time we haven't bothered. So, uh, well, we tried. I did try. Um, but, you know, we, we didn't get so far with some of the suggestions, which is fine. It's a sensitive time of year. So in this case, um, we want you to suggest what could be your alternative award of the year. Uh, you know, you know, try and keep it to football. Uh, but I, you know, you can maybe extend it beyond Norwich if you want. That's fine. Um, we we've got some of our own. I mean, I put this out on Twitter um, about you know ten minutes before we went live, as you do. Uh, Andy Warner came up with uh, most mentions on a podcast of I wrote something on the Athletic. Um, <laughs> nice dig, Andy. Nice dig. They pay my wages though. Uh, Dave Cole, um, he came up with one own goal of the season. The category cannot include any action on the pitch. Oh, that is hard. Uh, so I couldn't dream of coming up with any nominations. And neither has Dave, it must be said as well. Um, but if anyone wanted to, then then go for it. Um, uh, yes. Uh, so uh, if you have any suggestions, then you can get them into us on YouTube or on Facebook because they will come through to us. I, I probably won't see them if you put them as tweets, but I'll try and have a look if I can. That includes you, Dave. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I, did, I don't know what you guys have got. I did I did come up with a couple. Anyone got a, a, a quick one we could get out there before the uh, before the audience? Anyone? No. All right. I can, oh, go on, Zoe. Yes. 
Oh, and Andy, well, oh, this is, yeah, go for it, go for it. I, w- I was going to say, uh, traditional football awards, you usually have your most improved player, uh, just as a sort of sympathy award. Um, I was wondering whether this one might just be our only improved player and <laughs> Josh would be the only nomination. <laughs> yes. Well, Josh is man of the year, isn't he? Like, yeah. I mean, oh, man, not, we're going man of the year. Well, he's not, not like GQ man of the year, but he is our man <laughs> of the year, isn't he? Uh, well, I, um, I had, and maybe this, you know, this is fairly non-alternative, I suppose, highlight of the year, which I was going to give to uh, Josh at the World Cup because I can't think of many in yellow shirts. But, you know, um, highlight of the year, if anyone wants to go for those, that's good. Andy, I feel like you had one. Yeah, I, I was just looking at Zoe's jumper there. I, I just love Tame Fuki's facial hair. So does he have the best facial hair at Norwich? Or is, is, there, any, is there a contender for that? Facial mm. hair or best hair for a Norwich Best player? hair. I, th- I, th- I definitely think we've doubled in that one in the past. So let's definitely mm. bring that one of best, best hair of 2022. Yeah. Great yeah. shout. Can be facial um, or, or on the head. Oh, I like, yeah. We'll, but we'll yeah. keep it all above the shoulders. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, a bit so. of okay. chest, top <laughs> chest. <laughs> Armpit. No, we'll keep it above the shoulders. Um, <laughs> We're, we're, yeah, that's, we're, we're progressively getting lower. Um, okay, that's a lot. I'm trying to think of who. Well, I mean, yeah, because even Josh himself goes from quite a yes. sprightly, yeah. big, you know, curly ensemble to something a bit more tight. So there we go. So lots of discussion we can have there. That's good. Uh, and the other suggestion I had was eye roll of the year. You can think of that moment where you just went. Uh, mine is uh, Son Hyung Min uh, completing his hat trick. Against uh, for Tottenham last day last season, the great eye roll moment that one. So eye roll moments welcome as well. Um, any others before we move on? Because we will address this later in the pod. Um, I mean, if if we're talking eye roll moments, then we probably won't end up speaking about the Blackburn game for another fifteen minutes. I reckon because <laughs> there's just been so many. <laughs> well, this is it. You've got to you've got to pick your shortlists. You can't just be throwing all of your eye rolls Very of true. the year um there we go okay so yeah uh, get those in if you're watching and uh, listening live and if you're um listening la- later or even watching later then you can email us as well with your with your suggestions and i can read them out when i'm wear- wearing my festive glasses in january um all you need to do is email them to twitterkers twitter k-e-r-s at icloud.com uh, right i think we should crack on with this week's headline hacked The comments are absolutely piling in, by the way. We're going to have a job keeping track of these. I don't know what everyone wants to talk about. Anyway, in complete unrelated news, let's move on to our headline act. Uh, well, so that went well, didn't it? Uh, Norwich lost 2-0 at home to Blackburn, uh, for anyone who might have forgotten the scoreline. Uh, and uh, Dean Smith lost large sections of the Carroll Road crowd. Um I, I've written here first question, Steve. What what level of badness are we on right now? And I, I, I don't know. I, it is quite funny. It is quite funny. Is funny the right word? I don't know. I'm going to laugh about all this because it's just football. But, you know, Norwich are fifth, yet it feels like it has all imploded. And there is just football bits all over the floor. Uh, yeah. 
Well, yeah, we're, we're really are really are quite bad. I think um, it was a weird juxtaposition this weekend because I think I watched one of the best games I've ever seen in my life on Sunday and maybe one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life on Saturday. I'm generally not actually sure it's that far off it. I, I'm, obviously, there's some kind of recency bias here, um, but that was really, really not very good. No aggression, no creativity, didn't seem to be much of a sense of purpose there. No real recognisable kind of patterns of play that we were going for. Uh, partnerships developing anything like that really it, it the, the tactics seem to be to kind of kick it long to Josh Sargent and, and and maybe get Kenny kind of playing off him somewhat for the for the knockdowns but assuming that was the tactic it didn't work the the subs that came on had no impact on the game um and I think that off the back of Middlesbrough which seems like a long time ago now but was the last home game that we played um which was also very bad in a very different way. Um, I, I can't really remember two back-to-back home games for quite some time where they've been as poor as that. Obviously, we'll go on to Smith and and all that sort of thing because um, there's a lot to unpack there. Very clearly. soon, it's the yeah, next yeah. question. Hey, <laughs> don't worry. I don't want to swerve that. Um, but I think the whole um, the whole with I, I did a little bit of uh, number crunching before came on the whole we're fifth thing is um a, a bit of a there's a bit that's a bit of a false narrative uh, 35 points from 23 games has only been enough to be in the top 6 um once in the last 10 seasons we had two more points than this at this stage um under Neil Adams this season um and ten you could... more points. no sorry two 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 did i say oh, 10 oh no two. maybe sorry. no maybe it wasn't me listening <laughs> i just my brain's fried i almost cried i feel like i, I could just say anything now and, and you believe it yeah we had 15 <laughs> more points under Neil Adams. <laughs> um yeah so uh and and you can bet your bottom dollar we're now halfway through so that means 70 points at the end of the season that will not get us into the playoffs so we need to be better and it feels like we're getting worse um so yeah, I, I've got no good news, unfortunately. But um, I'll I'll let someone else have a go. Uh, well, yes, I mean uh, Blackburn did sort of just outrun Norwich, I thought at times, which is sort of, um, and I did my video, which sort of underpinned a lot of uh, the match issues. I I felt um, where okay, so I, the, we could probably break it down into two bits, Zoe. I guess we've got um, the situation in the match around Dean Smith, and we also have what was then said after the match. Which would you like to tackle? Um, I'll talk about during, I guess. Um, I probably feel more qualified to talk, to talk about that. Um, it was weird, wasn't it? It was very weird. Um, I didn't like it um, at all. Uh, <laughs> I think that it, it was very obvious, you know, that you said earlier, Michael, that Smith had lost lost the crowd. I mean, a lot of them were missing before it even started. There was a lot of empty seats. Um, it was terrible, uh, as Steve said. Um, and yeah, I thought the combination of sort of sarcastic jeering when we were passing it along the defence and to Angus when, you know, it's so difficult because, you know, it wasn't the defence's fault that none of the midfield were were moving and, and making any passes available. Um, we had the we want Dino out uh, chance, which, uh, yeah. <laughs> sort of started it all off um never heard a manager's specific style of play being insulted during a game as well um like you know I think sort of from a very fundamental human level it's really not very nice to hear such you know obviously targeted personal personal chanting against somebody 
I totally sort of see where it's coming from, you know, that it's been bad and it's been building up for a while. We've had general apathy for quite some time. I think a lot of silence, a lot of, yeah, just not much reaction going on. I think it's been building up to this. Um, It was, yeah, it was really quite uncomfortable, all of it, I thought. And then I, I think what it did do I think eventually was it really affected the players um and not in a very good way I think they for for whatever reason you know you can it might be that they thought oh great this could be a good reason to uh, this could be a good way to get him sacked this or deflect any attention from us it could be that they were just trying to defend him and trying to play better but I think I think it in the nicest the nicest way you could say it was that they started trying too hard and completely lost their discipline. He had really bad tackle from Kenny at one point. He had the very sort of unsavoury incident, I suppose, with Timu and the ball boy. And um, he had a couple, I think, Hanley sort of pinned, pinned, pinned a Blackburn player down for a bit. And, you know, I like a bit of violence on the football pitch as much as anything. <laughs> feel even that didn't feel quite right and it yeah it was just I don't know that I don't know it felt very much at the end of how how on earth do we come back from that um and it felt like there was only what really one course of action to be taken at the end of that um and now it possibly feels like that's not going to happen and I, I really sort of am quite nervous about what comes next um because that was not a nice place to be Football is supposed to be a bit of fun. It's supposed to be, you know, something that you enjoy doing. I think you're either going to lose even more of the crowd very, very quickly, or it's just going to, you know, it's just going to be a very hostile place to be and that unless things, you know, dramatically improve on the pitch. But even then, I I think, I, I don't know, I think the scene's been set. I, yeah, it's, it feels very difficult for this to turn around. Very, very difficult. I've, I've not. I can't think of a point where it turns around from back around from a, from mm. a situation like this that I've, that I've known of. Um, it, it's, it's interesting. There's not very, you know, that, obviously I, I've been a supporter and there's, but I, I kind of am, I am just as much an observer now at, at games. And so to be an observer of the atmosphere and that abuse on someone it, it is really uncomfortable. I, I think because, some people probably think that people revel in stuff like that. And and you don't. It's like, wow, you know, one one any any human being being chanted at, you know, disparagingly by a lot of people. And you know, reasonably personally, I suppose it's difficult in football how personal anything is, but you know, it's just like horrible. Why would you ever want anyone to be in that situation? Um, I think Dean Smith probably feels the same in terms of where things not knowing where things go from that point, sorry, because he said after the game that he was glad he wouldn't be back at Carrow Road basically for the next game because it would be better to be playing at home. Um, and that was among a lot of quotes. It was interesting. I came out and I spoke to someone um, who said, well, that seemed, you know, he, he seemed like a sort of a bit of a broken man, Dean Smith. And I was like, no, I didn't see that at all. I thought he seemed uh, quite... Um, know fighty <laughs> and and obviously you then get the you then get the comments um that he said after after the game especially to to chris gorham um where you know i was there for him saying them and you sort of you're like okay this is this is how we're gonna this is how it's gonna go um and you kind of envisage how that then that then plays out and uh um it's yeah i it I, I don't know if that's a, a leaking out of how it feels inside the club because I'm 
and I, it would certainly back up some of the things I've heard for the past five to six months that, you know, the fans aren't helping, Andy. They don't help, even though it's their football club. And, you know, it's ultimately you're never going to do anything if they're not um, rooting for you, which is kind of the example on, on Saturday. So what did you make of what Dean Smith said? Um, I, I, it's just really sad, isn't it? I, I think. I mean, you asked Steve, you know, what level of, of badness was it? I think it's what level of sadness was it? Because it was just, Aww. it was just such a tragic place to be in, in terms of the atmosphere so flat. We we mentioned the empty seats there, and uh, I, I think the comments after the game kind of summed up this us against them attitude. And that's that's not how a successful club operates, is it? You know, you, it needs to be everyone on board. That's what Norwich have done in the past when they've had successful seasons. It felt like everyone has been buying into the projects, but I think. People don't know what the project is anymore, do they? I think you could you could go around the ground, ask every fan what they thought of, of Dean Smith's style of play. I think they'd all give you a different answer, which is, I think, sums everything up. And you, you could ask them the same question. You, you could ask them, where is this club going? Again, they would say different things. And it just feels like everyone is pulling in different directions. The players are pulling in diff- different directions. The, the fans, as, as we mentioned there. Um, and... I, I completely get the argument that it's, uh, you know, it doesn't, it's not a nice place for the players to play. I completely get that. It, it, it doesn't help them perform, does it, in an environment like that? But I do see the flip side as well because the fans have been really patient because <laughs> since Dean Smith has been here, he, he's given them absolutely nothing, has he? If we're being brutally honest, they're, they're, you, mm-hmm. you, you look back and there are just no memorable performances, no, no last minute winners to get off your seat and, and really get behind them. And even when they were winning, it was it was flat and people weren't buying into what he was doing. So he's right in what he said, that the narrative has been set because that is true. I think that is true. I think people have made their minds up. I think the vast majority of the crowd have made their minds up. But how do you turn that around? I, I don't think you do. Well, it's going to be fun to find out as we watch the next thrilling instalment. Um, uh, I think we covered the game itself, really. <laughs> I don't know what there is else to say about the actual uh, game. Unless anyone wants to actually praise Blackburn. Should we, should we do a bit well, of that? They're I, third. I was, They're third in the table. Yeah, I, I was going to say that, actually. I, I think we... Uh, I think... I don't know if we were slightly dismissive of them. Um, yeah. I think I think it was just the general first pod back, you know, like uh, we just got back into class and didn't really we know were what giddy. we were talking about. We, we were, were slightly giddy. giddy. <laughs> Swansea, oh. we'd won. Everything was great. Look at that narrative arc. Everything yeah. was great. Um, and I think we were kind of laughing at the fact that they were third without having any real justifications to do so. Um, but they were they played well. Uh, I think it's fair to say that they, they didn't allow us to play. Um, and I think... Obviously, there's a level of expectation that we will just kind of turn teams over at this level like that. But those days feel like they're gone now. So I think, yeah, we do have to give the opposition some praise for playing well. Um, that's not to say that we didn't absolutely stink the place <laughs> out. <though. laughs> wow. Well, you, you, you probably know more than me, but they, they pressed really well, didn't they? And they kind of particularly shut off Hayden and there was just no way out for Norwich was there. I think that was... Which is why I felt sorry for Ben Gibson in some respects, because mm. he had no one to pass to, did he? Like, he, it was either he, he could just pass it across to Hanley or go long, and that was the only option he had. There was yeah, no uh, midfield for us. No, uh, it's completely non-existent. 
And I thought, you know, because some were some were making out that the jeering was because Norwich were trying to build from the back. And it wasn't that. It was that they were absolutely hopeless of taking the ball from the back line into midfield yeah. and then further up. So it was just going back because they were they'd spent 50 minutes unable to progress the ball properly. And so that was why it was funny. And so I saw someone tweet during the game, oh, Angus Gunn is now our chief playmaker. And it's a <laughs> bit like, yeah, it, it's like that. I mean, I, I get that, you know, it's useful to have him go long sometimes but there was literally nothing else that could that was able to happen. And it was because Blackburn, I think there was the first Norwich attack, they had space down the flank because Blackburn was so narrow. And I was like, oh, there's going to be loads of joy out wide here. Then Blackburn went 1-0 up and then they just pressed perfectly and Norwich just could not figure out a way to get the ball and beat the press. It was it was laughable, really, to be honest. So, um, yeah. Well, the, the, so laughable. Sorry, sorry. Go, go on, sorry. Uh, no, no, you go first, you go. Uh, but I, I was going to say that the, obviously the, the goal going in right at the start was, uh, to state the obvious, the worst thing that could have happened to us, really. <laughs> um, but you, you sort of, you know, it's the sort of goal that we could have easily conceded under Dan, under Daniel Farker, to be fair. But obviously where you'd back his teams to come back from that, the way the team is at the moment, the way the fans are at the moment, it, 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 you just don't feel like it's going to happen. And it kind of played right into Blackburn's hands. And obviously that then set the crowd on edge. I think it was 14 minutes in that there was booing. Um, and I, I, can't, I do see Smith's point, and I've always found the booing to be counterproductive, but before people start to pile on, that his, <laughs> his point about the, us waiting for us to fail um, and that not helping, uh, again, probably right. But look at the Borough game bloody hell the fans actually really did get behind the team we were 1-0 up in that game we were playing pretty well and the fans were actually really supportive and that was only four weeks ago whatever it was and we still managed to find a way to lose that game so I kind of think his his point really I don't know we're, we're finding ways to lose games at Carrow Road all over the place four defeats in seven it's yeah I I, I kind of think I don't know. I can understand that he's angry, but like that you just don't do it. Like it's bad enough as it is with the fans just like lashing out is honestly the worst thing he can do. And the the that element is exactly right because last season, and I remember this vividly, the crowd at home to Brighton in the goalless draw was excellent. They kept pushing and pushing. They kept driving them on and it didn't work. And the idea that everyone gave up on Norwich after the first 20 minutes of the Liverpool mm. game is is rubbish to be honest um maybe if that had been said in a proper interview it could have been you know given a follow-up question but it wasn't so um you know it's though the idea and you know lot, lots of my colleagues have said it you, the, 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 there is no one inside Carroll road who does not want norwich city to be a success it's the only reason they're turning up that and a bit of habit <laughs> you know it's that straightforward um and they will all be there for as long as they possibly can. And if they're not there, they'll still be following the results because they want them to do well. And if they're doing well, they'll probably come back if they've gone away. If people start going away, that's because there is something uh, rotten with how the club is operating. And if the people inside the club can't get the handle on what that is, then maybe someone else should have a go and they'll find the way. Because, you know, that's what worked five years ago. So there we go. Anyway, it's all right. I can go away for Christmas, um, you know, and, and then come back. See if I still get lit in. Um, okay, well, I think that's t done everything on there. Oh, I was going to plug my piece on The Athletic, obviously. Ooh, where's <laughs> you? I wrote a you piece for The Athletic. You going for the award, you're going for the award next year as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've started early. Um, that was from Saturday's game. Give it a read. 
if you wish. Um, uh, we're not going to preview Christmas as such because who wants to think about that right now? But uh, Norwich are at Luton on Boxing Day. Yes, I am can, at that. Can uh, I can I just say, yes. I wouldn't be totally surprised if we won that game. Like no, I know that not. sounds ridiculous, but I don't feel like we're in that position where where are the next set of points coming from? I could I could see us winning that. No, but this is oh, actually, this is kind of what's in my piece on the athletic. But the, the point is, the last two games are not about in any way anything being different since the World Cup break. Norwich could have quite easily gone and won one nil at Swansea the way they were playing before the World Cup. They were quite easily have lost to the team in third at home because actually they've taken they haven't beaten anyone doing well this season. <laughs> That's the reality of it. They that this idea that the squad is the best in the division and that all the players at Colney are sitting there going, oh, we need to prove that we are, because we are the best team in this division. I I don't know. I've, I've followed Norwich teams who have sat there thinking we're the best team in the division and they're not. You know, uh, Norwich have gone up when they clearly weren't the best team in the division because probably three or four of them were below them. <laughs> so uh, that means nothing. It's only about what's on the pitch. So ultimately, there are teams better than them in the championship. And one of them is winning at the moment tonight, by the way, away from home. Uh, yeah, anyway. So yeah, Luton away on boxing day night that is on sky is it yeah you're gonna watch it miracle it will be i hope it's on main event (laughs) (laughs) um i'll be there i i think although it is on sky (laughs) i I could not go to kenilworth road it's fine sorry it's our entire christmas fixture list on sky oh i have no idea i don't because reading is and blackburn was Wait, yeah, what are they what are they doing? Reading at home, Reading at home just before New Year, and then Watford at home just after New Year. Watford at home, what a game that'll be! And then Blackburn in the FA Cup at Ooh. home, um, <laughs> third round of the FA Cup, uh, first week full weekend of January, and then we've got the pod back. So that's what you've got to look forward to between this podcast and our next podcast. I imagine what the world will look like after those four feasts of. Will we have a new manager by the time we do another podcast? We 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 asked that question before the World Cup, Steve. Let's oh, not yeah, ask it again. <laughs> um, yeah, will we have uh, to do an emergency pod on the? Uh, oh, on I suppose we. Pro- yeah, maybe we should do an emergency. <laughs> no, pod. I'm not calling for. You're volunteering. Way. Yeah, yeah. It's me and no one else because everyone's enjoying their. Yeah, Christmas. I think I think Dan and Ben said they're available for that one. Um, yeah. Um, uh, let's have a look at some comments Uh, I have I I will leave the awards until a bit later on but keep the awards and nominations coming we will just rattle through them really quickly and hope no one listens Um, uh, so well what we got okay Gary Field hi Gary Uh, to be an authentic Norris FC vlog surely you should all be surrounded by at least half a dozen of empty seats around you. Oh, I get, I get that now. I go, yes, indeed. Well, yes, it was quite empty. I've, I did that having thing. I did have that in my things. We were not going to talk about actually. The attendance has not been disclosed yet. It's the only one in the championship from I, the weekend. I saw something. Uh, somebody posted on Twitter. It snuck onto the bottom of a BBC of the BBC article, and it was like twenty five thousand and something. I think. Like, okay steve do you want to find some comments i'm going to check that myself okay that's not official yes uh hold on you've not the award ones well here's one from matt gregory yeah i have so i'll give you a chance there's one from matt gregory you can read it out steve 
Uh, Matt says they're not Ipswich Lights this week. They are Wickham Lights referring to my Christmas tree to celebrate their victory over the scum. Are we allowed to say that? Probably <laughs> not. Well, uh, you have to bleep oh, that. No. Um, to celebrate their victory over the... Um, yeah, I can't think over of Over Ipswich. Over Scunthorpe at the Scun- weekend. The- over oh, Ipswich. Yeah, well, careful, careful Googling that. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, that's absolutely what they are. It's a Wickham tribute. Yeah, why didn't I think of that? Um, Smokey Joe says Jordan and White on TalkSport saying they could not understand why Norwich supporters were booing the manager when he's done so well. Oh, um, were they? It's not like them well, to say that. Is it because they wanted before, some engagement? When Hewton was when Hewton was in charge and we were we were being told we were being ridiculous at that point. I think it's not the first time anyone's and, failed to understand what's going on. And we've been there with Talksport before, right? When uh, they were telling us that we weren't trying in the Premier League. Actually, let's <laughs> gloss over that one. Um, question uh, then in that case for Andy and Zoe. Before the World Cup break, Dean Smith said we would come back a different animal. What animal are we now then? You know when dogs have operations and they have the cone of shame on their heads so they lick their stitches, I feel like we've got a big collective cone of shame. Have they they taken taken off both back legs and attached wheels (laughs) but we don't know what to do with them? (laughs) And the cone on top of the cone. I, the wheels would suggest some sort of like improved mobility, <laughs> though, which I don't think we <laughs> well, would. Yeah. Well, maybe they they yeah. increase them. I don't know. No dogs were harmed in the making of this analogy. <laughs> um, I will just say I've been on the BBC report, Steve. There is no attendance on there. Ooh, okay. Um, I have on... been. I have fallen foul of a Twitter hoax. Then I do apologise. Not unless unless someone Fake knows. News. It. It's Fake a fair news. point. There are there are loads of stats places. I've been checking. I've been waiting for it to pop in, and it has not popped in anywhere yet. It's the only Championship fixture this weekend that hasn't come through in terms of attendance. Um, and obviously, the longer it goes on, the more people are going to go. Why are you hiding it? Or maybe the person who's off, the person who normally files it is away. Maybe they didn't count all the seats. I don't know. could be a perfectly legitimate reason. Um, I'm sure someone will explain. Um, And also, ultimately, the attendance figure is the figure of tickets sold. It's not the figure of attendance. So if if 20,000 season ticket holders did not go, the attendance would still include 20,000 season ticket holders. Mm. So Always a get out. Um, And then one more. Dr. Lowe. Don't get me in trouble, Steve. Uh, Question for the panel. Is the current atmosphere as bad as the end of the Worthington era, if anyone can remember that, or the Peter Grant stewardship? Very similar, isn't it? It, You know, I I remember that Burnley game when when Worthington got the shove. And it was very toxic then, wasn't it? And it was was very much like that on uh, on Saturday. It's probably the most similar occasion I can remember, apart from that West Brom one with Hughton. That, That was obviously pretty bad with the... The infamous season ticket incident, wasn't it? But um, yeah, the clapper. I, I think it's yeah, the clapper. That was it. The clapper. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of um, even I'm thinking of Gunny, wasn't it? That was a season ticket. Ah, <laughs> oh, so many. <laughs> Such a few. Yeah, that was that was bad on Saturday. It really was. It was toxic, wasn't it? Yeah. And it it felt very similar to the Worthington one, and the big difference was Worthington got sacked like five minutes after the game finished, and. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and now we've got to build up to the next game, thinking what's going to happen next. <laughs> but also, that you know, that atmosphere owed a lot to him being given a two-game ultimatum where the first game went badly. So it, the whole situation was was horribly contrived, really, in, in many ways. I think um, 
I think this time the atmosphere is a bit like this podcast, I suppose. It's kind of irreverent. And if people are just sort of ignoring you, you just sort of feel like going, (laughs) and it feels like that was the atmosphere at the ground. You know, the the sport is like, we hate this. Screw you. We're going to tell you exactly what we think. And, you know, that's just horrible and so counterproductive. And what do you do? You need someone to be a grown up, don't you? Who's going to be the grown up? Uh, it's not going to be the Norwich fans. <laughs> um, I mean, I I, I feel like, and, and obviously there are a lot of factors, but I like I feel like people are voting with their feet more than they did back then. I I can't remember the ground being as empty as it was at the end of the game, okay. even at the start. Like, um, Apart from and I know, season. I mean, there, 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 yeah, there were yeah. games but, last season where it was half empty when we got. Uh, we were probably still about two. But even, like, I don't remember like at the start of the game it being, and I know multitude of facts in that. Freezing cold, game on Sky, trains not running, nearly Christmas, blah blah blah. But even so, I think I think the fact that people are just not bothered with watching them at the moment is a is a big factor. And that it has never really been the case. Well, normally it's like angry, but it just seems to be apathy now. Mm. Oh, let's not mention that word again. Um, okay, well that's that's good. I think we've covered. That. Keep your questions and comments coming in. Um, Norwich. Under-18s are currently drawing 1-1 at Burnley in their FA Youth Cup third round tie. And they're in the <laughs> final minutes of normal time there. Um, the, uh, so the things we're not going to talk about, <laughs> we'll just rattle through this. Um, I did see, I finally saw the ball boy incident replayed and it wasn't, I, mean, I don't want to underplay the fact that there was a ball boy sort of stuck in the middle of a football scrap because that's ridiculous. But there was a bit more sensitive sensible activity around him as well than I was expecting. Blackburn player sort of covered him off. Stewart tried to lift him up. I mean, he was about 18 as well. He probably could have lamped all of them if he'd wanted to. Um, not that he should have to. Uh, so, you know, it was it was sort of semi-sensible. I, I, I thought, given the hilarity of the situation, obviously it shouldn't, it shouldn't happen, clearly. It would have been good if he had lamped someone, wouldn't it? That would have really wow. actually made that would have been the good, whole yeah. game worthwhile if the ball boy just, you know, it yeah. just I'm not advocating, obviously, but just, was just not advocating. That, was, that was literally the only the only time in the game where Norwich showed a bit of aggression, wasn't it? It was really weird. <laughs> I mean, Zoe mentioned that tackle from from Kenny, but they were just so passive, weren't they, for the whole game? And then mm. you know, when, when the game was up, when when Dolan got that second goal, they suddenly started showing a bit of fight. It was really really weird. And got it. Um, Zoe lo- Zoe loves a bit of violence as well. So <laughs> yeah, on the floor, yeah. love it. <laughs> Um, if they could fight properly, then it would be okay. <laughs> but yeah, they didn't exactly. seem to do yeah. that badly. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stuart Weber did go away. Um, he climbed Island Peak during the well, the last week or and a bit, I think, or maybe it was during the entire the World Cup break. I'm not entirely sure. He was at Carrow Road. Some people may have felt or not known that he was there. He was there, um, and I think the camera picked him up. Um, certainly at some point in terms of the sky coverage. Uh, Alex Tetty, hope he's feeling better. Uh, he was going to go to Cow Road to be, um, you know, spoken to at halftime. Like, here's Alex Tetty, thanks for everything. Two right, two. Uh, he was poorly, so him and his family didn't come, which is a shame. Hope he's okay. I mean, he seems to be, judging by his Instagram. Um, but also, let's be honest, probably has it's a good, you know, him coming out at halftime, <laughs> he might have got booed. Who knows? Who knows? Never. So, Never. Um, no, that was my only saving grace. No in that whole thing was that at least Tetty doesn't have to sit through this. At least he, we've spared <laughs> Alex. Thank goodness. I hope he was watching on Sky. Um, yes. Uh, something we are definitely not going to talk about. The January transfer window will be open the next time there's a podcast from us. 
Oh my god! Anything to talk about with that? Uh, they're going to do. They're going to try and do a little one. Uh, I would say it will probably be a, a loan and probably a winger. Um, I from think. Villa? They, well, <laughs> well, it could be. I think they're allowed two players from uh, from the same club. Uh, I mean, they haven't got any money, and I think there's probably a little bit of hope that they'll sell someone who's not got long left on their contract and who probably therefore isn't worth much money. So <laughs> good luck with that. Um, and if it's Tamu Puki, wow, that's what wow. I would say. So let's hope not. Um, that's just me ruminating, by the way. Don't start saying, "Oh, Norwich journalist says all this." No, I'm just. I'm I I think talking nonsense. Really. I think yeah. when they hear this pod and about him being nominated for best beard of the year, they if if they did have any designs on selling Puki, yeah. it wouldn't wouldn't happen. Think of the uproar. You can't sell beard of the year. <laughs> can't sell beard of the year. <laughs> Yeah, that's our title. Um, oh, yeah. And, and in what else I did have here, I appreciate these are all the things I don't want to talk about. So you might have something to do. I was going to do a, a, an attendance sweepstake, um, but I can't be bothered. Much like the people publishing the attendance in the first place. Um, anything anyone doesn't want to talk about? Um, no. <laughs> uh, could, I think so. No. Could I offer a little bit of a sort of christmas beacon of hope maybe oh. just amid all this ne negativity um i write a piece for the match day program uh good start. To good start um and i've been this season i've been writing about at norris in the 80s and some of our best games and today i was writing something for the reading game and i was writing about 1981-82 season um we'd just been relegated from the top flight expectations were high on us getting straight back up to the big time in March we were 13th um quite a long way off the idea of promotion we then went on um we only lost well we only lost twice more and um throughout the rest of the season went on a sort of 12 game run where we only lost once um and it was really incredible and they just timed their run perfectly to the end of the season got promoted by the skin of their teeth right on the last day of the season and everybody was very happy and it was wonderful. And I just thought, you know, maybe it's Christmas and everybody wants to feel a little bit of hope at Christmas. Things have been worse before and we've sorted them out. And while I'm not saying that if we carry on like we are, it's going to magically sort itself out, there is still time for things to get better and there is still time for things to be positive again. So fingers crossed, not that we are 13th in March, but that we do turn <laughs> Not yet. And... <laughs> Can't be long. Um, <laughs> I, wish, I wish we could end the podcast on that note, but we can't because I don't <laughs> want to do other stuff. Uh, what, happened in, what happened ahead of the run? Did anything happen to instigate the magic run? Well, we'd been through... So basically it was when sort of people were coming and going sort of throughout kind of... There wasn't really transfer windows in the same way, so... Martin O'Neill had left in the summer and then he came back in sort of January, February time. We had, like, we'd said like a few players had left and we had a load of new players. So I think it just really wasn't clicking. And then suddenly it seemed to, I think O'Neill came back and was the star of the show and, and sort of ran things. Um, but everything sort of just fell into place and they just, they just went for it. And it's quite that season, I'm giving everything away. Please do still buy the program. But that season was the first year. <laughs> where uh, you got three points for a win. Um, and if it was still the same two points for a win as it was the previous 
um, season, we wouldn't have got promoted because that season we, a bit Blackburn style, we only drew five games all season. So it was basically win or bust all year. Um, At the start, it was a bit more bust than win. Eventually they turned that round. It was mostly wins. And because we'd won so many games um, and really pushed for those wins, we ended up being the ones that got promoted. So there's a lesson in that bravery as well, I think. I love it. Well, that that's all we need to know, isn't it? That will keep us coming back come January. Even <laughs> if we've lost all four games, it won't matter because it'll still we'll still have March. So while while we're harking back to history as well, uh I did like and, and on a positive note, the Duncan Forbes uh I don't know what you call it, artwork on the side of the stadium. Yeah, uh, was was really nice. Um Yes, I have to say the one thing we didn't speak about last week and we're not speaking about this week, but I I would hope we would speak about in the new year is I know that Proud Canaries have uh, begun a funding um, campaign for a Justin Fashnu statue to be in the vicinity of Carroll Road. I've I've not really had um, a chance to delve into how close that would be and why and where and, and however, and I'm well aware of the debate over that sort of a tribute. I think that it is about much more than football and therefore would be just a, a magnificent thing to happen. But part of my discussion briefly on Twitter, because I wasn't going to have a massive discussion about it on Twitter, was that, you know, there is there wasn't enough historical nods to Norwich City as a club around Carrow Road as it was. So to then see a massive mural of Duncan Forbes um, popped on the side of uh, the sort of corner towards the um, South Stand was brilliant. And it was really good to see it in person as well. And then just seeing supporters looking up and going, oh, wow. So to right, great to see. Well done, everyone on that. That is wonderful. Uh, right. Any other comments or questions? What do you reckon, Steve? Do you see anything of it exciting? Um, I mean, this tickled me. Craig McHale Smith. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really like Finally. that. Matt Gregory, take, take the credit. I like that. Um, uh, that's a grand one. Um, and travelling, I did show it a second ago by accident, but travelling.tw had Matt the Stake Blake in January on a free from dis. I think he was at Norwich United, uh, Matt the Stake Blake. So, you know, it's got Norwich pedigree in itself it's an excellent nickname i could go for that (laughs) maybe that maybe that should be best nickname the the nickname of 2022 maybe that's another one that we should uh we should do any other one steve i'm just having a quick check on something Uh, any other other nicknames or comments Uh, well yeah i mean the dino and shaky they're they're a couple of good nicknames aren't they um um no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, oh, other um, than obviously everybody, and apologies for this, Andy, because I know you get this every single time you're on. But oh, uh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin Pelley said, "Is Andy Ward Russ Martin in disguise?" Well, yeah, you know, it's, it's weird. I just, I just don't see it. But there must be something in it because a lot of people say it, but I, I don't get it. I'm dreading it if he becomes the new Norwich manager. If that ever happens, <laughs> it's, it's, it's going to be awful. But. um yeah, it, it's just something I've, I've, uh, I've sort of always had, but I, I don't see it. Um, good point here, James Hotchkiss. This is what I was just checking, Steve. Um, the Norwich Canaries, uh, Norwich City website does have the official attendance scrolled uh, down, probably where it always is, in fairness. You should, you should have guessed it that they'd put it out through their own channels, Michael. But I, I that was done. where it was always <laughs> going to be. Yeah. 
I was going to ask a follow-up question about the attendance, but obviously I can't. Uh, 25,866 is the attendance. Um, so there we go. Uh, it must be said that that hasn't reached any um, stats outlets. Mm. So um, yeah. uh, it's, it's not, know, that is strange in itself. But maybe, maybe it's, as I said, maybe it's just an oversight. So it's, apologies if anyone takes offence to anything we've discussed over the course yeah. of this entire podcast. That feels like classified information to me. I don't think that's the kind of information we should be uh, giving out attendances. Oh, okay. <laughs> we've, we've solved one of the main yeah. mysteries of this weekend, uh, thanks to James Hotchkiss because we wouldn't have done without him. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, right. Well, after a triumphant first, however long, we should probably move on to um, this is almost fantasy football. Go on, John. This is almost fantasy football. Yes, there he is saying the same thing I just said, only in his voice. Um, yeah, well, uh, this is going to be our 2022 end of year alternative awards. Yay! Uh, I don't have any any music, um, but that's okay. Somewhat fitting of the subject matter. Uh, so we we had the ones we did. Um, what other ones? Has anyone has anyone come up with any? We've got a few comments as well, so we'll get those in. Uh, eye roll of the year. Obviously, we've got that. I've got a suggestion for that one. Highlight of the year. Kit of the year. I've got. That's an exciting one. There you go. One for the marketing bods. Kit of the year. Uh, they're all good, oh, aren't they? I can't say that. The home, the home, the home shirt. Work, <laughs> Why can't they all win? You can't. That's not a steep. <laughs> yeah. The home shirt from this season is spectacular, I think. I think that, it really that deserved more. Classic. It did. Yeah, yeah. It did. Yeah. Deserved that's more good. what? More. Just the list rubbish. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yes, I see what you mean. Yeah. I like the Ruby. I think I prefer the Ruby kit to the home yeah. kit. But that is controversial, really. Yeah. I, I like the home kit. I think, I think we're going to have to go with Andy, seeing as he practically is a Norwich player. What with him looking like? <laughs> so, I'd be proud to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> be proud to wear it. Well, if you're any good, Andy, you know, put yourself forward. I've got a chance, um, actually. Where they're playing. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Um, excellent. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, any, any, uh, any others? What else have we got? I've, Let's um, go on, Zoe. I've got another suggestion for a category. Uh, best impression of another Norwich player uh, to go to Gabriel Sarah at Rotherham when he passed the ball across the uh, pitch and gave it to a Rotherham player, resulting in a goal in his best Kenny McLean impression, um, <laughs> which he then repeated at home a week later as well. So, uh, yeah, no doubt just yeah. trying his best to win this award, I would say. Well, real real yeah. commitment to the bit, that is. Like, I'm, I'm still pretending to be Kenny, everyone. Maybe they should all just try that. I was just having wrong. fun. I was it being was Kenny. my Kenny impression. <laughs> Whose idea was this? What did you call that award, Zoe? What did you call Best that impression award? of another Best Norwich City player. Because <laughs> there was, um, I can't find it now. We've literally had so many comments. So thank you. But it is proving extremely difficult to keep track of them. But there was someone else who put something similar I, to that um, I, I actually it had it wasn't of a Norwich City player but I had a a best impression category with second place was um Michael's Scottish accent which he then oh, had to wow. recreate on the following podcast uh <laughs> was terrible, which was yeah. I thought it was uh, I thought it was pretty good but oh. it wasn't as good as the winning effort which was Stuart Hodge doing Brian Blessed I think we can all agree anyone that <laughs> listens to that podcast <laughs> that got quite an outing it was, um, it was. Well, you know, that's maybe the best thing. Adam says here, I find the podcast therapeutic this season. I mean, if what what are we if not thera 
therapeutic podcast um, of the year some might say well yeah is there um, an award that's a that? good that's a good category we could we could give ourselves podcast of the year <laughs> christopher ward says <laughs> that the uh sponsorship of the own goal award has to be from bk8 which is obviously a pre-2022 mm. joke but yeah. but allowed and, and now winning at life because they're huddersfield's main sponsors aren't they? so oh that's very true yes well, indeed not a problem football. anymore apparently <laughs> <laughs> not if you're from huddersfield you know, they, they enjoy Frankfurters. Um, um, partnership of the year I've got. Uh, nominees include Tampa, So Rare, Curitiba, Las Palmas, <laughs> although that's unofficial, <laughs> and Marcelino Nunez and his thumb. So oh. Um, oh. I think he probably wins that. What I about say... um, what about Gabriel Sara's left shoulder and Gabriel Sara's right shoulder oh, for yeah. the partnership of the year? Oh, does love his shoulders. Amazing shoulders. <laughs> Uh, any other awards? We've got one here from Declan Cotter. Biggest carry of the year. That's Pookie in the Premier League. <laughs> Not just the Premier League. Arguably, nice. But maybe. Um, Brandon Williams against Everton. That was a good That was a good carry, wasn't it? He carried it oh, halfway yeah. up the pitch. And that was literally the definition of a football carry, Steve. And an assist, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, it was a good assist, yeah. yeah. Um, well, maybe that was just the best moment ever. <laughs> the best moment of the year. I've got um, <laughs> best cameo of the year. Runner-up, the drummer. Uh, in oh. the Coventry City game, <laughs> never to be seen again. Um, I hope he's all right. Like I, you know, when he's just like it didn't work, mate. So you know, we're it's probably that bull boy that. Uh, oh gosh, what a year guy. he's had! Yeah. He's had the best year. He likes he likes hitting things, um, but the winner of Camille has to be the bird on the pitch against uh, Chelsea. Oh yes, indeed, best bit of space finding we've seen <laughs> yeah make yeah, your own right. wing play uh, we've got um hair puns that's good james hotchkiss max herons obviously this is off oh, the back oh, of no, best hair hair. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah. always one isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> uh, kenny mclean cut does that work yeah i guess that does yeah, yeah, yeah. james hotchkiss also got his own award as well innocent bystander of the year Ball boy from Saturday. Have we already? I've lost track of what we've read out now. Uh, well, and um, Nolly has also added to that innocent bystander of the year, Stucky's <laughs> coach. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, oh, this is going well. Um, it's going well. Um, yeah, I just think people think we just have digs. I mean, we're not. We're not that kind of a podcast. We can do it. Um, mispronunciation of the year award uh, runner-up. Jakob Sørensen, I'll do it wrong, Sørensen, um, which I think we've mastered now. And yeah. the winner is, of course, Ian Brü. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Ian Brü. Yeah, that, that's probably one of the most worthwhile conversations we've had all year. Most definitely. Yeah, um, it's a public service. Though, really. It's a public service. Uh, one other one I had, uh, training camp of the year. Obviously, got the choices of uh, preseason in Austria or the World Cup break in Tampa. Any, uh, any takers on? Well, we can't Tampa's judge the second got... one yet. Yeah. Huh? Well, because they said they were going to come back a different animal after Tampa. Not... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we haven't had a chance to see that. Let, let's let's give that a bit of time. Okay. So okay, yeah. we'll, we'll judge that one at the end of January. I like <laughs> it. I like your thinking, Andy. Good call. We'll come back to that award. Yeah, we'll come back. To <laughs> we'll that save one. it for May. Save yeah. it for May. Um, uh, well, I'm out. I'm out of alternative awards. I don't think we've got 
any others but thank you so much for so many of them there will be one ones i have oh and i like this one obviously it's because it's about me uh technology awards my earphones yeah good <laughs> shout thank you nolly i think my uh my um my headphones would appreciate that matt gregory like... breaking the rules here worst signing of the last 18 months i mean we can't do that matt it's a it's an annual award it's uh yeah yeah not it's, uh, it's difficult so sorry but we'll come back to it in may along with uh, best training camp <laughs> i feel like my favorite podcast moment of the year um award goes to michael's was it in one of the first podcasts of this season you had that 10 minute breakdown uh before the podcast started because uh you couldn't find your script and <laughs> you were trying to make your ipad work <laughs> and it was just it was a real joy to behold it like it just unfold in front of our eyes it was magical it, i really yeah. thank you for that very much <laughs> the sort of thing that happens before i'm on a camera and no one sees um, so yeah thank you. yes it truly Love was it, and we were all sitting backstage and not able to help it was I like it was help. like seeing you yeah through in a kind of in another room that we, that we couldn't get into so just like watching Norwich on Saturday in a way um <laughs> yes uh well on that note um I think we've covered them all off congratulations to all our award winners you know who you are <laughs> probably oh yeah Zoe's right yeah Brandon. Brandon. And that, that obviously <laughs> the best podcast uh, of 2022 that's our official award um on the ball yeah. your podcast is no we won't do that um i hope we'd win that award with our own listeners you know that, that would be gutting if no uh, no, no. they're just turning up out of habit it. it's like they've got <laughs> nothing else to do on a monday and to be honest half of them leave if we don't oh no that's my joke now i almost gave away my link at the end of the pod so i can't say that i will come back to it later hold that thought think of it it's like the awards in may right anyway finally um we will move on to um kenny other business three more years of kenny mclean means three more years of kenny other business uh, yeah. yeah good news good news isn't it just um Again. They've committed to that. They're listening to the podcast. That's what they're basing the new content. I hope they're not listening to the podcast. They've got more important things to do. Uh, I miss any other business, but that's a different conversation. Um, oh, I've got an interview going out on the Athletic over the festive period. There we go. Anyone want to have a guess at who, who, who it might be with? Um, Delia. Uh, oh, yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, um, Unlikely to be someone I would need access to. Oh, Martin O'Neill. No, no, oh. I haven't had a chance to listen to uh, to Connor's chat with Martin O'Neill actually. But I would like I will, I will do that uh, on the way to Luton. <laughs> Are you selling a book? Darren Huckabee. It's not here. It's not here. <laughs> um, give us a clue. Uh, I mean, it's not that exciting a name, bless him. <laughs> so, but I oh. the, the, too late. You built it up now and uh, sort of then knocked it down. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I love him. He, he's a really, really great guy. And it's a really good interview. And it'll be the sort of thing that'll pop up and people go, oh, no, I think, potentially. But they shouldn't because he's just brilliant. And I think it's a really good interview. So yeah, I I'm no it. closer to knowing. No. And I'm not going to tell you. Brian, Brian Gunn. No. Although, I, you know, I don't think any less of Gunny. <laughs> Let's make that clear. Um, well, there you go. Keep an eye out for that on The Athletic. There you go. That's You're not going to tell us. Season. I'm not going to tell you. No. Oh, Sorry. What, no. what does his name rhyme with? Tell oh, us yeah. that. Oh, yeah. 
Um, a lion. Do you write Angus Gunn? That rhymes. Ryan Bennett. <laughs> no, that would be a good one as well. Uh, let's not suggest loads of interviews I should be doing. Um, right, that only leaves um, our TIFO competition. Oh, results yeah. time. The results. <laughs> That's how we do it, isn't it? I think all these good results shows. Um, so uh, those avid listeners will have known that last week we set our first ever competition to win this TIFO book, which is amazing. These guys are amazing. This book is amazing. Tifo football, how to watch football. 52, I still don't know, rules for understanding the beautiful game on and off the pitch. A beautiful present over Christmas for yourself or um, for someone you know and love or hate. Like they don't like it. So maybe you wouldn't want to give it to them, but they'll like it. It could build bridges. Anyway, uh, you can buy the book, obviously, on the internet web. So just search for it and you'll find it. it, it you know, book places, it's obvious. But you can win this one. Well, you could if you entered. It's too late now. Um, we asked a question. A question. I need some water. We asked a question and uh, several people got the answer right. Steve, would you like to uh, remind people of the question? And then we'll yes. see if Andy knows the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Does the book have a page on uh, ironically cheering when your centre-back passes back to your goalkeeper? Is that on the how to watch football? I wonder if anyway, it's sorry, on crowds. A... You're right, actually. Um, Carry on. Uh, yeah, sorry, that was another dig. Um, so another we have had two players, two players since, uh, I think, did I say this century? <laughs> I really should have had. Yeah, from 2020, no, from 20, 2000 onwards. From 2000 onwards, yes. Uh, who have the letters T, I, F, and O, all four letters in their surname, any order. Um, who are they? Andy. I mean, I feel like asking Andy that question literally. Yeah, I actually, I listened well. to this last week and I have not got a clue. I'd already seen one answer and then the answers started coming in. So I immediately saw the other answer. So I didn't even get a chance to think about it. They certainly weren't in my head initially. I'd have had to have spent some time. So I got both answers sort of given to me. Steve, give the public what they want. Well, the first one uh, is a big fan of BK8. Yes, it's Huddersfield manager Mark Fotheringham. <laughs> oh, <my> wow. <laughs> That's the line of the podcast. He could yeah. do a job in midfield yeah. now, couldn't he? <laughs> Get the fuzzy flick back. <laughs> yeah. He'd be like the Onel Hernandez, like, bring him on with half an hour to go. <laughs> just just to do the flick. Um and then the second one was um I don't know what he's doing now, so I haven't got a line for him. It's Dejan Stefanovic. Oh, oh. from another great season. So um, stupid now. <laughs> I don't. Really don't. Really don't. Zoe said she wouldn't have got Stefanovic in a million years. No, I did. I, I did get Fotheringham, but yeah, I wouldn't. You never. did get Fotheringham. Yeah. I would never. Um, great, uh, an exceptional quiz question. I have to say, Steve. Thank you. Well, top notch. So well done. And a timely reminder of um, how bad things can be <laughs> watching Norwich City as well. They can always be worse. No, mm -hmm. That's true. Um, well, we had, uh, as I said, several correct entries. Um, you know, a good amount. So well done, because it wasn't an easy question. Um, we are now going to do the random draw. I have numbers from 1 to 19, please. So, Andy, can you give me a number from 1 to 19? Yeah, I'm going to go 17, because that's my birthday. And it's also Emmy's 
old shirt number, so we'll go 17. Oh, God, I love it. 17, 17, well, the 17th, you mean, of, yep. of, yeah. uh, of a month. Of October. Yeah. Oh, he is giving it out. Brilliant. Oh, well, happy birthday <laughs> for then. I love it. <laughs> Excellent. Well done. Uh, don't need to tell us to you. Uh, so that's it. Number 17, that is <gasps> drum roll, please, everyone. Drum roll, please. The winner of the TIFO How to Watch Football book is James Connolly. Well done, James. You contacted me on the Facebook I have written here. So well done. You are the winner of this wonderful book. I'm holding here. Round of applause, mm-hmm. for James. We got the question. So um, we'll figure <laughs> this out. I can't guarantee you. <laughs> Um, your quiz is shut. No, uh, I can't guarantee you'll get this before Christmas, but um, having billed it as a perfect Christmas present, but um, we'll, I'll do my best. I will send you a message as soon as I've come off this pod and um, I will do my best to get it to you. But well done, James. Fantastic. Uh, and anyone who didn't win the book, I apologize. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry you didn't win the book, but you can still buy the book. It's very reasonably priced. And you can buy it. So do that. Um, what a raging success our first quiz was. Yep. Yes. Uh, good. What be- <laughs> quiz of what the year. Way- <laughs> what yep. better way to end on the balls 2022 than giving out a present just before Christmas? There we go. Great um, line. That, thanks. I wrote that line. That's <laughs> great. Do we have any more comments or questions that we could say that would end this pod? Um, nicely for the year fix says Stephen <laughs> Taylor <laughs> Simon Duarte with a much more uh, magnanimous well done James um, will it be hand delivered to make Christmas I don't know Declan no I really that's that's I don't know the answer to that question um, so there we go um, <laughs> <laughs> I knew that Kevin coming. Playford send yeah. a copy to Shaky and Dino Michael, how rude. So there we go. And uh, Matt Gregory said Josip Drimich, which could just be him, you know, wanting to say Dr. Mike. Um, or it could be that uh, that is maybe an answer to his worst signing of the last 18 months <laughs> award he posed earlier. If that's not a good way to end this podcast and this year, I don't know what is. Or maybe he's saying that that's the, the drummer who we didn't know who he was. Because, oh no, we can't finish on that. Because <laughs> it's meant Josip Drummich. Uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Quick, get yeah, another no, comment up. That is, that, that is literally the best way we can end this podcast. Um, oh, good point, Nolly. Thank you. They are. I did just see Ooh. that. Um, Norwich, Norwich under 18s have just gone 2 1 up at Burnley from the penalty spot, Finley Welch. Uh, that was in the 103rd minute. So we're deep into injury, extra time there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was two minutes, four minutes ago. So they're now on, oh, three minutes added. Oh, okay, yeah. So <laughs> it's very confusing um, how extra time works. But uh, they're on 105 minutes. So we're not going to carry on with this podcast for another 15 minutes. If you want to find out how it finishes, then you'll have to find it out on Twitter. Because um, uh, we've already gone on uh, too long. But I think... That is absolutely 100% the ideal way to end on the ball for another year. The Norwich City Podcast, it has always known it's needed two quick jokes to keep our audience from leaving for repeated viewings of TNC. That was my, that was my, (laughs) I tried not to spoil, spoil earlier. (laughs) Love those boys.
Uh, if you get to do so, make sure you subscribe via your podcast player of choice. The pod is available free for everyone on your usual player, and we stream the recording of the podcast live in video form on my social media channels each Monday evening. Have a search, and I'm sure you will find them. Ratings and reviews, wherever prompted, are always hugely appreciated. And if you want to get in touch with any questions or topic proposals, Sling me a direct message on Twitter. The handle is at Michael J. Bailey. And who knows, come 2023, I might have rewritten the ending. Uh, as for this evening, a big thank you to our guests tonight. They were Andy. Thank you so much for joining us, Andy. Much appreciated. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Absolute yeah, pleasure. Really enjoyed it. Uh, Zoe, thank you as always for bringing the Christmas cheer and, um, and some sense. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. As always, Michael. Lovely to see you. We'll do it again in the new year. Um, Steve, my my trusty sidekick through all this year, thank you for being on the podcast more than anyone deserves. Um, and uh, uh, have a lovely Christmas. <laughs> more than anyone deserves, especially you. Um, <laughs> no, thank you very much. Merry Christmas, everyone. Um, it's been a pleasure, Michael. Uh, get well soon, Alex Tetty. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> you've even made that sound like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you really mean it? Absolutely. Oh, God. Um, I Also, to every guest we've had this year, thank you so much for joining in with the pod, um, for being here. And, of course, um, for everyone watching and getting involved, it would be a lot of less fun if uh, no one watched and I sat here on my own. Um, and so and I, listening I, thank as you. well. Listening helps too. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Uh, obviously, less engagement with that. So I sort of have to trust people and either enjoy it or are shouting at it. Um, and I hope it doesn't make you feel sick or angry when you listen to it, because that would be... That would well, be if it makes you feel sick, I would advise not, you know, just, no, just don't, don't listen, listen anymore. Just don't do yeah, it. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. not worth it. Exactly. Stick the arches on instead. <laughs> dum, da, dum, da, dum, da, dum. Um, well, maybe on that note, we'll end the podcast. <laughs> we will be back again next year. That's the plan. I mean, never say... <laughs> Never say for sure, but we are certainly planning to come back next year uh, after the joys of Blackburn Rovers again in the FA Cup for our first 2023 edition of the On The Ball Norwich City podcast. Until then, yes, this link is still going on. Enjoy the festive fixtures as best you can. Uh, I'll be at them all so you can follow my stuff on the usual social media and, of course, The Athletic. Uh, from all of us at On The Ball, have a very Merry Christmas and warm and cosy new year. And of course, never mind the danger. (laughs) 